Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Joining us now on the line, CBS tech correspondent Ian Schur. And we're talking about Ian the big news of the week was another streaming service. This time, it's a few people teaming up, ESPN, Fox, uh, Warner Brothers, to create a sports streaming platform. They say will debut at some point later on this year, maybe this fall. Uh, a lot of people might have seen this at first and said, ooh, all right, you know, maybe this is just for me. And then I think it might have only taken, what, three hours for reality to set in, and uh, now uh, most of what I'm hearing is, oh, man, here we go again. This is like cable 2.0. Yeah, well, and part of what we have learned over the last, we'll call it 15 years, since everyone started uh, kind of moving away from cable, is that there were several things that a lot of people didn't like about cable that really are industry issues, right? One is paying for content, right? It just costs money to be able to produce the shows you like. And it, it's, you can't produce a, a, a show even like the Super Bowl on a shoestring budget. And so the costs are astronomical in some cases. You add that together with the increasingly kind of you know, everyone is changing up which subscriptions they're willing to pay for. We see a lot of what's called churn inside the industry where people drop their subscription and come back. And so it's it's not a surprise to find out that as these companies are trying to figure out what is the future of sports online, if it is no longer just on our televisions, how much is it going to cost? It's probably not going to be cheap. You know, will we ever see a true sports streaming platform because of proprietorship. I mean, we know in this deal, CBS is out, NBC Universal is out. Um, here in Buffalo, MSG is not included, and that brings us the local Sabres games. You know, there's just a lot of different things, right? Yes, and, and that's part of it as well. It's interesting that what the cable industry was able to bring together in a lot of ways was really unusual in that they were able to have essentially almost every sport you could want to watch at some point available on your television. And the truth is that today, um, even though you point out, yes, CBS and a bunch of other people are out, the truth is also that there are different relationships set up, right? We're talking about very likely, although we haven't heard all the details yet, that this deal would involve stuff like MLB, NBA, NFL, 
But that does not bring up stuff like international so- soccer or football, right? And all these other things that um, are increasingly becoming a part of mainstream culture. I mean, Apple has invested a lot of money in soccer coverage uh, on their service. That's not going to be part of this. And so it's going to be it's going to be interesting because even though they're going to try and make it kind of be the one sports package for everybody. Truth is, it won't be. And if you want to watch soccer, for example, you're going to have to pay Apple or someone else. Yeah, I I do kind of like that idea, you know, hearing about this service. It is all the sports you could want if you live in Denver. Well, all right, so it doesn't have my uh, Colorado Avalanche, doesn't have the Denver Broncos, won't have the Colorado Rapids MLS team, uh, and I don't know about the basketball, but probably won't have that either. So what are we yeah. What are we even doing here? It, it's just another one. Uh, I saw also in the past couple of days, Disney said it lost over a million subscribers uh, in the last quarter of 2023 when they raised their prices. I are people souring on this? Because the more I you know, start to talk to people about, hey, what do you do for TV? What do you do for TV? It's like everyone who was so against cable and was the first to cut the cord are now maybe the first people to say, ah, you know, it might not have been that bad of an option. Well, I, I think that it's it's hard to tell kind of where this is all going to go. Certainly, as we were pointing out, right, the, the, the churn issue, people dropping out, that is exactly what Disney went through. And by the way, during that same quarter, Netflix had a record number of people uh, signing up. So it, this is the other end of it, right? It's like people jump from one to the other. It's like a lily pad. And I, I don't honestly know how this is going to end, but it's very clear that Whatever cable was, and there was a lot of complaints, many of us very had, very reasonably had about cable. Um, the, the reality is that this new situation is, is going to be complex, right? And these companies are going to be struggling. Um, I've spoken to a lot of really smart executives who have told me they expect that when this all shakes out, people are going to be willing to pay for like maybe four or five subscriptions, and that's it. There are dozens of services out there right now. People are jumping all the time from one to another. Where do you see streaming and bundling in, you know, five or ten years? Well, this is honestly, in a lot of ways, this is an example of bundling, right? The fact that Disney and uh, Warner and Fox are coming together to create this uh, joint venture is exactly why the cable industry bundled in the first place. And so it's possible maybe that we end up in a world that's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever used it, but um, Disney has a really great service for movies where if you're, if you buy a movie and you have a digital code, it works across Amazon and YouTube and Apple and Disney's website. And, And maybe we'll get to a point where they all kind of come to agreements that way. But it's also worth notable that that does not work for TV. If you buy TV seasons and you have a digital code for that, you can't watch them on other services. So I don't know. It's going to be very, very interesting. What do you do? What's your TV solution? <laughs> so for the most part, I, and, and this is where I am, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an unusual monster. I don't, I don't obsessively watch sports. I love to watch the kind of ends of the season where usually it's available pretty much everywhere. So for me, it hasn't been as much of an issue. And also I've got young kids. So, you know, Disney gets all of my money right now. 
But I think, it, you know, the, the key question, and I have a, what my kids are starting to get into football especially, is how we're going to deal with as they get more and more interested in this stuff. And it's going to be an interesting challenge for sure. I mean, how many streaming services do you have? Too many. I mean, I, I'm paying definitely for Netflix. I, I, I have an agreement with um, Warner where I get Max through my uh, cell service. I have, um, you know, I'm paying for Hulu. Uh, it, there's a bunch of, and Apple, of course, because uh, it's tied also to my phone and, and all the other stuff, right? Music, they make it uh, so that I want to pay for that. And so it, it's actually like when I sit down and look at it, I'm paying for a lot of services right now. But what's also interesting is that those relationships are tied to other parts of my life, right? Like, as I mentioned, HBO is getting my money, not because I decided to go with HBO, but because AT&T was able to convince me that if I paid for their highest level plan, on top of everything else, I would also get HBO. And so I, I think it's, you know, that's part of it as well, is that these services might find a way to kind of get the crumbs off the bottom of the floor, even if they aren't getting the money directly from us. Oh, man. I, it's uh, it's a jumbled mess for a lot of people yes. trying to figure out how to watch what. And I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's getting any easier. But thanks for helping us sort of out a little bit, Ian. Ian Schur is with CBS Tech Correspondent there joining us on the TroCare College Live Line this morning. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.